0: I say you can't stop the rock. I don't know who would even want to try. Oh, no.
1: Uh-huh. Hi, Cecil. Oh, hey. Hey, we're rolling. We're rolling. What's up, Boo? Hi,
0: Boo. What you doing? Oh, dude. Well, I'm a little PO'd. You're PO'd? <laughs> I haven't heard anybody say that. <laughs> I am PO'd. Well, I was about to it was
1: between ticked off and PO'd. Uh
0: huh. Pissed off. I am. Katie is pissed off.
1: Do you want to share why I might be? Uh... Do, do I want to share? Yeah. Do you want to share what I- you did?
0: What, what you, oh, what I did!
1: What you did last I, night?
0: I po'd you. Uh, you po'd me. I peed you off. Yeah, you did. You hmm. P the f owed me. Huh? <laughs> what? What do I don't know what you are talking about.
1: Well, uh, you cheated on me. What? Yep. What are you talking about? Last night, I woke up to go to the bathroom. Oh. And I see you. Oh. Viewing what? Huh? Season three of Ozark.
0: I got the wandering eye. I mean... i strayed.
1: Do you have anything to say, or...?
0: Boo. I, uh, I succumb to temptation.
1: Okay, so here's my thing. Uh-huh. We finished two yesterday.
0: Season two of Ozark.
1: And I said, let's watch season three, episode one in bed.
0: Okay, who are you fooling, boo? I'm not. <laughs> you hit that bed, you're good for six to eight <laughs> minutes before you're in a coma. I, I you don't know. stay up and watch stuff in bed. You, I know. You watch five minutes of something and then you're out.
1: Well, it's just so cozy.
0: And then I got to figure out where you hid the damn remote, <laughs> because then the TV's just going to be on all night.
1: There are so many things within the bed. There's Charlie. There's a bone or two. There's yeah, there is. I know. I Sorry. said that. Walked like, into that. Oh, one. Charlie's toys. Mm-hmm. There's. Bobby pins. Sometimes there's food. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah.
0: yeah, you treat that bed, you got a bit of a, uh, <laughs> you treat that bed the same way Gilbert Grape's mom treated her couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I am very okay with that. I, I think Gilbert Grape's mom was innovative.
0: Yeah.
1: I thought she was doing the best she could. Mm-hmm. And she found her cozy, happy place. Yeah.
0: You like you like to just chill in? What bed.
1: I love about this is you're deflecting Mr. Cheater Pants. Huh? <sighs> oh, I'm sorry.
0: Look, I
1: I wanted to hear what Ruth was doing too. I wanted to know what was going on with Jason Bateman's character. I, I wanted to know.
0: Boy, that show's good. It's so good. It's real good. So yeah, we 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 watched season one uh like a year ago. Mm-hmm. And then we started season two when it came out about a year ago, and we got a couple episodes in, and we just weren't focused. It wasn't a focused time. Yeah, we weren't paying attention, and we just, it didn't hook us.
1: We we weren't ready, is what it was. We yeah. weren't <laughs> mature enough. <laughs> we weren't <laughs> bright enough. But now we're here.
0: Yeah. And I keep hearing, uh, you know, the last week or two, ever since season three's dropped, a lot of chatter on the social media, I
1: love that you keep saying that chatter, a lot of, a lot of
0: chatter about how good season three is. So I was like, "Well, we need to go ahead and get back into season two, finish that up, and then we can join in everybody, catch up with season three
1: Well, you had FOMO, you had fear of missing out. I we have to, we I have to just like to jump out. in. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> FOMO. You got FOMO. Did
0: y'all hear about Dave? Yeah, he's not doing good. <laughs> he got stricken with FOMO. Yeah. Bless his heart.
1: I have Jomo. Please ask me what that is. Oh,
0: God. What is Jomo?
1: Joy of missing out. Jomo.
0: So you like to miss out? No, I, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I know why you said that. Because it was clever. You're
2: yeah. like, oh, my God, I got a little thing here. <laughs> got a thing. I did. <laughs> I, going I did. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Oh, boo. Yeah, I admit. I admit. I, uh. Well, here, all right, here's how I justify it. Was it good? It. Here's how I justify it. It didn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, here's how I justify it. Um, that show, so, there's so much going on with that show. Mm-hmm. It's very complex. you got to pay attention. And, boo, let's be honest, <laughs> you were watching season two last night simultaneously while playing your little crossword puzzle game.
1: Crossword puzzle is my new passion. Uh I've moved on from hair masks and I've gone <laughs> to crossword. And it's it's making me smarter. That's what they say, I think. Mm-hmm. But I'm a multitasker. Yeah. I can watch, I can check in, and then go back.
0: But my point is that show, there's so much going on. <laughs> there is. That A, you need to Pay attention and not do your crossword puzzle while you, you watch it. And B, I was like, it ain't gonna hurt anybody if I go ahead and watch the first one and a half episodes of season three. Charlie's <laughs> digging into the Charlie, couch. Good yeah, lord! Yeah, he's real dumb. He's digging into he's the having couch. Having
1: a hard time with the quarantine. Yeah, yeah I he's, think
0: he's, he's real got dumb. it. I think he. Oh boy, okay. I, don't, I don't understand. So, my point is, there's so much going on with that show that it's not going to hurt anyone, or at least I thought, if I go ahead and watch the first episode, maybe maybe a little bit into the second episode, because I'm going to need to watch it twice, two or three times anyway.
1: Well, okay. Here's the only thing. I don't mind you going forward. Uh-huh. I want you to explore. Uh-huh. I want you to expand. <laughs> Thank you. But... Uh, here's the thing. I went to the bathroom and I caught you because right. I saw it, yeah. and then I saw you turn it off immediately yeah. when you heard me.
0: Yeah. So yeah, well, I apologize. Thank you, boo.
1: Thank you, and I apologize for overreacting. That's Perhaps okay. I'm overreacting.
0: Oh. <laughs> but um, oh lord, but, yeah. Now we're doing well. Uh, we're hanging in there. What are we uh, today? Is uh, oh, let me lord. do some quick math. Uh, twenty one. Today's about day twenty four of quarantine for us my God. Yeah, so been prepping.
1: You have been prepping. Been buying
0: a lot of beans, How a lot of rice. How many beans do we have?
1: I think, I don't know why. Got a lot of beans. <laughs> Can you explain to me
0: Well, beans, why? Uh, Beans. they got a long extended shelf life. Okay. They're not going to go bad anytime soon. Um, it's nutritious. You know, beans, not my favorite dish, but in times of uh, scarcity when maybe you, we don't have access to the exact groceries that we want, and uh, we still got to eat a hearty dinner, beans never let you down.
1: Well, I, the thing, Boo, is you don't get a small can of beans. Uh-uh. They're huge. We do not have that much space.
0: Yeah.
1: Beans are a difficult storage item.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you make do. That's In true. Times like this, you make do. You know, if I got to start stockpiling beans in my closet, I will.
1: You also are hoarding some peanut butter. Got a, peanut lot of,
0: butter. <laughs> a lot of peanut butter, a lot of rice, a lot of beans.
1: A lot of rice, Those a lot of beans. Those are my
0: staples right now. Um, I won't go off on the ham again like I did on the Boogie Monster, but I got, I got a hold of another pack of that Hemplars um, uh, pork shoulder bacon. Yeah. Oh, boy.
1: Man.
0: Very happy about that.
1: I'm good. I'm glad. <clears throat> i am glad.
0: got a freezer full of meat. I'm... Uh, I'm collecting meat now, (laughs) same way uh, like a wine snob might collect vintage bottles of wine.
1: You really are. I'm
0: just you know waiting for a special occasion to thaw out those oxtails.
1: Oh boy! Uh,
0: Got I got frozen oxtails. I got a bunch of ground beef. Got some uh, top loin beef. You've Uh, been
1: into pork lately? Been doing a lot. Been a lot of pork.
0: A lot of pork. I got some uh, beef short ribs. Uh, I think what I'm going to make tonight or tomorrow for you. Ooh. It's a long time ago. You told me it's one of your favorite dishes, and it's a dish I don't think I've ever made. Uh, but I'm going to try my hand at beef stroganoff oh, just for you.
1: Thank you, Boo. Yeah, I, I, love it, that. I love that. Been uh, researching
0: techniques. And, my
1: mom made that all the time. Yeah, it was that's my favorite she would make. thing.
0: Well, my I, favorite
1: part was the green stuff on top.
0: The green stuff, the parsley. Yeah. Okay. She, I think, <laughs> or, or green onion, parsley. No, it was.
1: It was probably parsley, uh-huh. but it was a dried one uh-huh. that like you you shake out.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that was fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really remember that. And What's liked your it.
0: favorite part of beef stroganoff? The garnish. Yeah. <laughs> Delish. So yeah, I'm gonna do that. Uh, I got a bunch of good uh, menu items lined up for this week. I'm doing uh, beef short ribs. Doing beef stroganoff.
1: Spaghetti.
0: Uh, I'm going to do my um, beer brat marinara.
1: Oh, I cannot wait. I, 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 do,
0: I make marinara sauce. Well, it's not really. It's more of a meat sauce. If you're putting meat in it, I get. But it starts off as a marinara. And then I add uh, Johnsonville brats, beer brats. It's
1: the greatest. Guys. Yeah, I've
0: talked about it on the uh, Boogie Monster. But if you get haven't heard me it. talk about that, you, uh, you take the uh, sausage out of the casings. You squeeze it out of the casings. And uh, instead of ground beef or... or you know, beef and pork and veal or whatever, uh, you use the uh, the beer brat sausage meat uh, in the marinara, the homemade marinara with the with the canned tomatoes, the olive oil and the garlic, and, oh boy, the basil. It's a good time. Oh, and the red wine. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to make a beer brat marinara this week. I'm going to do beef short ribs. am going to do the beef stroganoff. Um, Oh, gonna do chili. I
1: love that you're telling me this. Like, I guess this is how people, normal people. Yeah,
0: you gotta plan your meals out. Especially now, we're not going out to eat as much. Well, we do get occasional takeout, you know.
1: Well, here's, you get like sustainable stuff at the grocery store, and I get fun stuff, and I like that. I like when I go, it's fun. Yeah, what kind of fun stuff do you get? (laughs) Well, Celsius, which is an energy drink. Yeah, which Sugar I really like. Energy, yeah, yeah. Uh, then the three hundred and twenty calorie ice cream.
0: Yeah, what's it at? Halo?
1: Halo with yeah. peanut butter. Okay, uh, it makes me feel good. Yeah. Cool Whip.
0: Yeah, I saw you went through a whole whole bucket of Cool Whip last <laughs> forgot night. Forgot to throw that away. Yeah, I forgot to throw one it setting. Away. it.
1: was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's only eight calories per,
0: per serving. serving. Uh-huh. There's forty seven servings. <laughs>
1: it does make me feel better seeing the eight cows it does makes me feel good but
0: do what you gotta do boo but yeah we're all prepped up um been watching ozark been prepping you visited the family oh one last thing i wanted to talk about uh charlie I don't know how the pets are handling uh,
1: the quarantine. Not great. They're turning on each other. They
0: are starting to get a little weird, <laughs> which is are. odd because their schedule has not changed one bit Yeah. during the quarantine. This is what they normally do.
1: It totally is. But
0: i the only thing that's changed, I think, is that we are now here 24-7.
1: We're annoying them. Yeah. We are. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's They don't, they don't have their right. own private time. They don't. Know?
0: And Charlie's been doing a thing. Our puppy. That's been annoying me. You're holding him right now. <laughs> I'm on TV. Uh, he still thinks we're on TV. Uh, Charlie's the sweetest little boy in the world. He's a, he's a sweet little pupper. Um, but sometimes he's annoying, and he does this oh, thing. Oh, all the time. Okay. All the time. He does this thing where <laughs> he'll he'll act as if he wants to go out. And he'll, he'll, he does the thing where he goes and stands by the door. We got a little bell on the door. Sometimes he'll, he'll pop up and slap that bell to get our attention. Um, and that's the, Hey, I, I, that's usually the, Hey, I need to go out and use the restroom. Yeah. Uh, move, totally. Which is fine.
1: And you it, take night shift on that. I do day I, I do shift. Night you shift. do night shift. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, but he's been doing this thing a few times this week where he'll, he'll go over he'll <laughs> stand oh, by really the door. He'll hit the bell the bell, and uh, I go, all right, and I put on my flip-flops, and I put on my hat, and I put on my hoodie, and I, I get my pocket knife, and I get my keys. <laughs> I carry a pocket <laughs> knife at night, just in case. Oh, and uh, It and is I a put, costume. Put, it's, uh, it, well, and I got to put his harness on, and I got to put the leash on, I got to find the little bags, and we go out, and he doesn't do anything. No pee, no poo just barking at people, sniffing everything. Yeah. And it's a complete waste of my time. And it's not like, hey, I just want to go on a walk for fun because he goes on like 6-7 walks a day. Yeah. So what I've been doing now. Hmm. See, the other thing, when he comes back in, he cannot especially if I'm walking him. Yeah. When he comes back in, he cannot wait to shed that leash to shed that harness <laughs> and go run and find mama. <laughs> Where's mom? If you're in the back, he'll run in the oh, back and is. jump on the bed. It or is. if you're in here, he'll run in here and it's jump. a stampede. So that's his ritual is he just he can't wait to get out of that harness and go see his mom when we get done with our walks. Well, tell me if I'm an asshole or not. My way to combat when he goes, when he wastes my time. Mm-hmm. My time is not valuable. <laughs> But it's still wasting my time.
1: Okay. No, but usually, and it's the timing of it. We'll be right Mm -hmm. about to start an episode of Ozark, and he'll just Mm -hmm. need to go out.
0: So, But that's my point. Sometimes he doesn't need to go out. I'll walk (laughs) him around 10, 15 minutes (laughs) and not a drop of pee. Not enough Just, hey, I just wanted to go and see what's up in the neighborhood and bark at everybody and smell everything. So what I've been doing now, when he does that knowing that he can't wait to shed that harness and go jump in his mom's lap, when he wastes my time, when we go out to pee or poo, and there's no pee or poo, guess what? When I bring him back in for about 8 to 10 minutes, I leave the harness on, I leave the leash on, and I just walk him around the apartment. Okay. For no reason whatsoever. No. Hey, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go in the bedroom and stare at the wall for 30 seconds. Hey, let's go in the kitchen. I take him, I get we go round and round all over the apartment. Well, here's, and he's so confused. <laughs> he's like, What
1: are you doing? Here's the thing, boo. I think I, I don't mind that. I, I think you're doing a disciplined job, great, good. However, You're the one that gets really worked up. You're the one the whole time you're just talking to Uh him like, oh, yeah, you want to waste
0: my time? I'm going to waste your time. You waste my time, (laughs) I waste your time. Them's the rules, buddy. (laughs)
1: So I think maybe you're you're kind of getting affected by the quarantine a little bit. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe just a bit.
0: But I've done that twice this week. Where I will literally, and he's so confused. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" I know. Why are we? And I will walk him into the bathroom, and we'll look at that for a minute. And I will walk him into the kitchen, and we'll look in there for a minute. You'll just yeah, you'll but on you're the leash on a real yeah. on a tight leash. I I, I take oh. all the slack out of the leash, so he can't really move. You know, other than me walking him around. And he's just so confused, and I'm hoping eventually it will sink in that, hey, buddy, you waste my time, I waste yours. And I know that might sound petty, that I'm a grown man trying to rationalize <laughs> with a puppy dog.
1: He is a puppy. But. He's still a puppy. He's gotta learn. I know, he's, he's the worst. I, I don't know what to do with him. I'm. He's
0: a little <laughs> he,
1: I'm literally holding him like a baby right now. It's very weird. It's very weird. But he's my little emotional service animal.
0: Yes, he sure
1: is. <laughs> you hear the hate just in your voice. <sighs> oh, boy. Well,
0: anyway, this is the Stonebergs Podcast. I'm yes! Dave Stone. That's Katie Strandberg. Hello. Uh, if you're just listening for the first time, thank you so much. We certainly appreciate it. And to give you some context, uh, we are both comedians, and we are engaged to be married to one another. So, Yay! Uh, virtual wedding! Virtual wedding! <laughs> virtual wedding. I want to
1: do a virtual <laughs> wedding boo. I want to drag Queen Tamarius. Mm. How fun yeah. would that be? I guess. Be, and then maybe we could mm. do characters. Okay. That'd be cool. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'll let you think about it. You
0: put a pin in that one. <laughs> Um, a no. but yeah, so this is our <laughs> stupid podcast, yay and uh since we've been quarantined for three weeks, uh actually, in all honesty, I know a lot of people have a lot of comedians have started podcasts and web series and live streams uh because of the quarantine, but in all honesty, this is a thing that we had been working on prior to the quarantine that's true, so i don't we're not just hopping on the quarantine bandwagon all right this uh this, this is an idea we had yeah uh, pre- Before. Quarantine. But it just so happened that uh, that we launched uh, right during the quarantine. But anyway, so that's what you're listening to, and uh, we certainly appreciate you guys listening. And uh, kind of, if there is a theme to this show, it's uh, we want to offer what little half cocked advice we can uh, to your problems and questions. Um, I have uh, a lot of life experience and a little bit of common sense. Uh, Katie's got a lot of life experience.
1: I have life experience, but I also have. About 10 years of therapy, Uh self help books that I didn't finish. But like, I can help.
0: We are uh, experts in nothing. (laughs) Keep that in mind. (laughs) Uh, There's a good chance we don't know what the hell we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. But we have fun doing it and we want to hear from you guys. And uh, if you want to call in anytime, 24 7, the number is uh, 562 548 2012. And give us a call and we will try to uh, answer your questions, offer encouragement. And, And, you know, even if you don't have questions or you need advice, Call in and share a recipe. Uh, You can give a shout-out to to your loved ones.
1: I love that. Happy birthday Uh, to people. Happy birthdays,
0: whatever. We're just trying to build a community here uh, because we love you guys, and we appreciate uh, you taking time out of your day to listen to us and uh, maybe give us a holler. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, answer some uh, voicemails that we got this week. Yes. And uh, we'll start off with this one here. Hey, guys. Uh, my name's Oscar. My wife, Hannah, gave me a shout-out on your third episode.
2: <laughs> that was a uh, wonderful surprise. I love you, too, honey. Uh just wanted to reach
0: out and say that I've, uh, I've always been a uh, huge Boogie Monster fan, and uh, I love the stone so far. I love listening while I'm out on the road. My question for you guys is, assuming that money isn't an object and that there's no negative
2: impact or huge change in your lives or your jobs, where would you like to live if you couldn't live in California any longer? Well, anyways, cheers from the Midwest, and uh, keep your heads up during all of this. I know that it's kind of stressful. And uh, P.S., no, Katie, um, I don't wear cool denim jackets, but uh, I sure wish that I could
0: pull it off. All right, bye for now, guys. Take care. Awesome. Thanks, Oscar. Thanks oh, for checking in.
1: Oscar. Yeah, I remember, uh,
0: was it last week? Hannah had called.
1: Hannah, yeah. And,
0: uh, I they, wonder
1: how the New York uh, birthday yeah, went. Yeah,
0: they were supposed to do a New York vacation, uh, or was it New York vacation or, or New York birthday?
1: It was, um, oh, yeah. I can't yeah. remember. Regardless, they know. were
0: supposed to go to New York. All the quarantine uh, nonsense canceled that. So uh, I hope that worked out, guys. But uh, yeah, good to hear from the the other side of that relationship. And no
1: problem, no problem with the jean jackets. <laughs> I get it, Oscar. They're you know they're not that comfortable. Uh-uh. I just I think now I love it. Maybe you have like those flannel <laughs> jackets. I don't know. I don't know. Um, where would you want to live, Boo? Where would you want to go?
0: Um,
1: anywhere but California. No, I don't, I don't mind
0: California. <laughs> I wouldn't. I've I think I've gone on record saying I probably wouldn't live in. The L.A. area, if I weren't trying to pursue a career in show business, uh, I, I like it, but uh, I'm so much happier now that we moved down to Long Beach. You really are. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Katie and I used to live uh, right in the heart of Los Angeles, right near Hollywood, um, in an area called Silver Lake. Mm. It was just overrun with uh, cliched hipsters and um, just a lot of people who were up their own ass. A lot of
1: anger. A lot, it not felt, very friendly. Well, yeah. It was, it very was hard.
0: Very crowded. So we, uh, about two months ago, we moved down here to Long Beach, about 40 about forty miles south. Uh, still in L.A. County, still in L.A. proper. Yeah, uh, important but, for but me. But far enough away <laughs> to where I feel like I'm not in the eye of the hurricane. Uh, and we're right near the ocean. Oh, we're that's nice.
1: .3 miles away. So
0: I'm having a blast living down here. This has been a great uh, change of pace for me. But outside of this, uh, man, uh, inside America, inside the United States, Man, Colorado's nice. Uh, it's so pretty. I, I would have. I no, have family there. No problem living in Colorado. Uh, I love Colorado. Um, I love Northern California, like way up, nor- way way north of San Francisco, like in the uh, Humboldt County area.
1: Oh yeah, uh, in the
0: Redwood Forest. That'd
1: be fun. We could make friends with people that are yeah. just kind of weird and yeah, drifter. Like not weird, but you know.
0: Yeah, different uh, different, different type breed. of folks up there, um, and not in a bad way. But just a a different vibe. But, yeah, Northern California or Colorado off the top of my head. But he said
1: no California. Okay,
0: no California. All right, well, then Colorado off the top of my head. Um, uh, Internationally, I have always, for some reason, I love Iceland. Okay. I watched a documentary about uh, that band. I never know how to pronounce their name. Sigaros. Oh. Sugaros Sigaros. Oh, they're
1: so cute. They're
0: so cute. They're Icelandic, but they I forgot the name. They got a couple uh, specials and docs out there. But it's the one where they've been on tour for like 3 years straight and they finally get to have a break and come back home to Iceland and they uh, they did this these series of concerts where they were they didn't advertise them. There was no advertisement, no nothing. It wasn't announced. They would just set up like in a in a field. Like I in a valley. That. This beautiful field. They'd set up their gear and they'd just start playing and they'd play for five or ten minutes, you know, to just themselves and then slowly, one by one, people from the village would hear this music and they'd start wandering down into the field and and then, you know, you'd see five people, and then ten people, and then a hundred people. And I guess then the word of mouth, people start calling, hey, Sigaros is playing. Um, but anyway, that was kind of the premise of that documentary. But ever since I saw that, I just, like, Iceland is just gorgeous. Well, it's green. So beautiful. Very green. Yeah. Iceland is not icy. Yeah. Well, that was whoever. That was the trick. When they discovered Iceland and Greenland, they. Columbus they, they, did that. I don't think it yep. was
1: Columbus. It was he discovered everything. <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of documentaries,
0: but they called it Iceland to uh, right. dissuade people, to to uh, discourage people from oh, don't come over here. It's it's, it's a land full of ice.
1: Yeah, you know? that's and, true. Uh, you know,
0: Greenland the same way. Oh, you should move to Greenland. It's green. It's beautiful and uh, freezing. Yeah, it's the opposite. But yeah, uh, inside the U.S., uh, probably somewhere in Colorado. Um, Montana's nice too. I like Montana. Oh, uh, kinda, you know,
1: pretty, pretty well, sunsets.
0: Little t- Great sunsets. Got a, little, got a little Kaczynski in my blood uh, <laughs> in the sense that <laughs> I kind of want to live in a small cabin in Montana. Uh, I don't want to send pipe bombs to anybody, but uh, I, I like the ice. I feel
1: like you need a little city. You need a little city. Yeah, a little city. You got to go to a record store, yeah, that's you got to walk around mm-hmm. and. Get new lunches. New new lunches. lunches.
0: (laughs) I picked up some new lunches today. (laughs) What about you, Boo? Uh, Where would you want to live? You're born and bred in California. Yeah.
1: uh, Hollywood Hills.
0: (laughs) He said not California. I know. You always talk about that. Why? What's so great about the Hollywood Hills? I
1: don't know. I have an obsession. This is weird. Guys, when I was in the hospital for 17 days, Three years ago, I started watching only reality TV that was based in Los Angeles (laughs) because I missed it. It was home. Uh And I've been in the trash can city of Los Angeles for over 10 years in and out. And I just, there's something about it. There's some, it's a love hate but the Hollywood Hills, like imagine just like, it reminds me of old school Hollywood. Uh-huh. Like you get the views, you're far away, but you could get, just go down the Laurel Canyon and uh, why not go to Crunch Fitness? Why not? And, you know, visit West Hollywood right there. Uh, okay, but if it's not California, <laughs> I really do love it. I don't know why. Uh, there's a there's a love there. Um, Spain.
0: Spain. I feel
1: like I'd be good in Spain.
0: <laughs> Why would you be good in Spain? <laughs> I
1: don't know. I'd just be like, oh, oh everybody come over and ask. <laughs> hmm.
0: Is that Spain? I don't think so. Italy. No. Okay. That's more Italy. Do you, oh are you changing your answer because of your terrible accent matching up? Or do you really. Accents aside, <laughs> do you prefer Spain or Italy?
1: <laughs> I. <laughs> Um, I'm good at a lot of things. Geography is not one of them. Yeah, and I accents, accents uh, and accents. Um, I could do Irish.
0: Uh, don't let's oh. don't worry about that. Uh,
1: Irish would be fun if I kept if I was still drinking. Yeah. Um. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Italy.
0: Italy, not Spain. Not Spain. So did you get confused? I did. Okay. I, Spain's pretty awesome, though. Yeah. Spain, Spain's supposed to have amazing food. Really. A lot of, a lot of ham. Uh, yeah.
1: I don't like ham that much. It reminds me of Easter. <laughs> <laughs> okay Is this it? Apricot? Apricot. Divorce?
0: Yeah Okay So you, wanna, you would like to live in Italy
1: Well that's absolutely second I'd like to live in a number of places So I guess Hawaii would be fun But I heard there's cockroaches that fly there mm-hmm. Which scares me yeah. um, So then I'd like a little fun thing in Hawaii And then maybe New York like, But high up in a like a fun
0: like the Adirondacks, Adirondack. I don't know what that the, is the mountains.
1: No, you said high up. I meant in a building.
0: Oh, high up <laughs> in a building.
1: <laughs> I want a doorman. Okay. I'd be, oh, that's like an immediate friend. Huh. I would have an immediate friend. I could go down there. We could have coffee. Mm-hmm. I could do my you know New York impressions. Yeah. Uh, what else? Okay, so apartment in New York, place in Hawaii, but. I don't know. We'll have to figure out the cockroach season. Mm-hmm. Um, Colorado in the summer mm-hmm. can't do winter due to my California upbringing. I'm not good in winter. Why not Atlanta? That's yeah. fun too. Yeah, I we took can, you to Atlanta yeah. for the first
0: time a couple of years ago. Um, that's all right. You don't. We don't have to make a long list. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> stressing over this. I am
1: very. I'm anxious about it. Yes, I don't sorry. know why. But Hollywood Hills, for sure,
0: first. Hollywood Hills. I don't know why. I
1: just, I don't know. It's pretty. You're
0: such an Angelino. I know. Well, thanks, Oscar. That's a good question. And happy birthday. I think it was his birthday. Yeah, I think it was a birthday uh, recently. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, you and Hannah, uh, best of luck in this uh, quarantine. And uh, check in again, man. Thank you so much. Let's see what else we got.
2: Hey, guys. My name's Paige. Dave, I'm a big fan, and I'm happy to meet your lady now. She's hilarious as hell. Um, this question is actually for Katie. Um, so I work at a grocery store, Trader Joe's, and um, I, too, am, am a non-drinker now, and it's only been about 60 days, which um, isn't much, but I'm sure you know it's a hell of a long time if you're a person who uh, has a problem. Um, and I just wanted to know how you've gotten past certain hurdles in your life, it's big stuff, like what's going on right now, especially with me working at a grocery store, being on some of the front lines, it's been super, super stressful and hectic, and I've definitely had my fair share of anxiety attacks and panic attacks at work because of what's going on. Um, how have you dealt with really big life stuff? not drinking and not having that vice anymore? Um, I'd love to hear back from you guys and hear myself on the show,
1: I guess. Thanks so much for your help
0: in advance. Well, thank you so much for checking in. Who? She's a Kate or Kate?
1: Kate or Katie. Yeah, I'm not breaking sure. Breaking up a little bit there. Okay.
0: Uh, regardless, uh, great call, great question. Uh, Love the say question. 60 days. Sober? Six,
1: by the way, congratulations. Yeah. Huge. That is a huge feat. That is. Especially right now. Like, I understand what you're saying, and you're on the front lines. Trader Joe's, holy crap. Please be careful. By the way,
0: shout out to the grocery store. Yes, workers.
1: thank you, guys. Those
0: folks are really—I mean, not to sound you know hyperbole, but they're risking their lives. They really
1: are. They no, to, they really are to,
0: to keep working and earn a paycheck. Not only are they risking their lives, like in terms of uh, you know being in contact with so many strangers, but also what a service that is needed in this time. No, to, it's just to keep awesome. the grocery stores up and running. So. Uh, big shout out to all the grocery store folks and yeah, any retail you. folks, you know, uh, drugstores, pharmacies, grocery and, stores. you
1: know, down the street there's a spray tan place that's still open. Are so. they still open? Yeah. <laughs> They're doing the, the Lord's work. Is that essential? Um, I really wanted to go in, but I felt like that's all right. I would. Okay. Um, okay. So, so she how? asked,
0: uh, yeah, in a time when you're stressed or at a time like this quarantine or or just any stressful uh, personal Uh, time in in one's life who has recently quit drinking, like how do you persevere and stick to it?
1: Okay, girl, I get it. It is the hardest thing ever. And by the way, kudos to you. And 60 days is a big deal. I, when I stopped drinking, I worked at a bar. That was the most difficult thing in the world. Um, Because every single day we would go to happy hour Uh after work. So... I worked in the daytime, and then we would go across the street and just have fun. So I think I really liked the community aspect of it. And when I gave that up, I I remember driving home, and it would be like 4.30, and my hands were shaking. Mm. Like, I, I wanted to go drink so bad. Um, so I hear you. I also struggle with anxiety, so I'm so sorry that's so hard. I am on medication. I call them brain vitamins. I've been on medication for, oh Lord, a long time, 10 years. But I remember being very skeptical of it because there's judgment to it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I call them brain vitamins because it really does help. Like sometimes you just need something to calm you down. Um, that, uh, and by the way, medication isn't just, there you go. You're all fixed. Wow. It, it calms your brain down. So then you could do like, okay, why am I freaking out? Like you can step outside of it and get help. Uh, I go to counseling all the time. So that's why. But anyway, so yeah. So when you get anxious at work, which I used to all the time, I would have to play mind tricks. My ADD actually really, really helped because I would just either keep my hands busy doing something. I became like a really good worker. Huh. <laughs> it was strange. Like I just kept I just kept going. And then I had to change my habits. So whenever I would drink, which was a lot, um, I started going to Barry's Boot Camp. So that became my happy hour after work. I started, For those who
0: don't know, it's just a... Uh...
1: It's like a you know group exercise class mm-hmm. where you just do Fitness a lot of place. boot campy stuff yeah. and it's great but it was it it became kind of my community which is awesome uh-huh. right now you don't have that i'm so sorry but you i i wonder if you can find another habit to to kind of combat that mm-hmm. because i think that's the thing like you have to find another habit to replace the drinking mm-hmm. And also just remind yourself, like, good effing job every yeah. single day. Like, I wouldn't think of it as only 60 days. I heard you say only. That's amazing. Yeah. You're awesome. That's a huge, huge deal. And I I, I don't know. I think it's like anything. Like, if you, if you start counting stuff and if that helps you, great. But that didn't help me because it, I felt like I was like, oh, my gosh, the rest of my life, I'm never going to get this amazing thing. So... Um, I I attended like one or two AA meetings, but it wasn't for me. Uh, but I suggest they have those <laughs> online. If that helps you, you could even discover that. Um, I would just be curious about a lot of stuff, like, huh, why why am I anxious? And journaling helps. I know that sounds so frou frou, no. but it helps to write. It helps to reach out to friends that don't drink. Um, and also, I think you will get to the place I get to the place where I have non-alcoholic beer uh-huh. when I'm at a bar or a show or whatever, and that helps. Um, soda water helps, and also I'm vain, so I like to think of all the calories I am not ingesting. yeah, yeah. so yeah.
0: when you and I uh got back together <laughs> at the beginning of this current administration, mm-hmm. uh, that is when we when we were apart, right prior to that is when you stopped drinking. Yeah. And then when we got back together, you informed me that you had stopped drinking. And my question was, oh, should I not drink around you? Cause I still drink not, not a ton, but you know, I'll have, I'll have my, uh, bourbon and Coke, you know? Yeah. And, um, I've cut way back on the beer, by the way. Yeah, you
1: have. I'm yeah. proud of you. Yeah,
0: I don't drink much beer anymore. I, I drink like one or two beers a week. Yeah. Um, and uh, 75 Jack and Cokes a week. Uh, <laughs> no. um,
1: I love getting you yeah. drunk. That's like one of my I favorite don't get things. Drunk very often. I know, you I don't, really don't. But I, I I, I, always ask if I can make your drink. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's okay. You make okay. me
0: stout. You make me strong drinks. <laughs> uh, but my point is, I, I was genuinely concerned. Like, hey... Should I not drink around you? That because I w- I'll yeah. totally, I would totally do that. You know, oh, of course that was the offer then when we weren't living together. Uh, it would be, it'd yeah. be more of a challenge now. Even though you know I could I could stand to to stop drinking for a while, and I have. I've I've taken breaks. I took a thirty day break uh, a few months ago. Um, you know, just for my own health, great, and just yeah. just for the caloric um, deficiency. Um, but ha- I, that's always surprised me how you were like, no, nope, don't bother me at all. You keep doing what you're doing, whatever. Yeah. and because hypothetically if i gave up barbecue <laughs> oh no and every night you're sitting there eating a plate of ribs that would be tough for me
1: that yeah that would be so I, is my drinking
0: it, it, my drinking has never seemed to bother you is that true or how do you deal with that
1: well yes that is true it's never bothered me i how? think because that's your you aren't Angry? You're not an angry drunk. You're not angry. Like you really don't get drunk no. at all. Like I've seen you a few times in like two years. Uh-huh. Um, and
0: when I do get drunk, I'm a I'm a goofy. Yeah, city. you're just silly.
1: You're laughing. Yeah. You're just so cute. Yeah, I'm not but I I'm a monster. I become like my friend Barbara. I become a monster person. Uh-huh. And it almost killed me. It really did. I, I was drinking so much that I was numb. My body was numb, and I had walking pneumonia that I didn't know about. So, fun.
0: But I just mean from the point of view of, like, the temptation. Right. Like, me sitting here. Well, maybe because I'm not drinking the stuff that you drink. Maybe if I was sitting around drinking wine or, or vodka soda, Wine's sodas, hard. Would that be different?
1: Wine. Wine. When you cook with wine, sometimes you'll uh-huh. have a glass. That's hard for me. Okay, But I think it's because it's so... I, I, when I first stopped, I kept drinking things out of a wine glass. Because you
0: were a wine and a vodka soda. That's all I ever saw you drink. Yeah. Basic B. So if I was drinking those every night, that might be more of a, more hard for you to deal with?
1: Yeah. But I, I think it's one of those things they have. I got into mocktails. Uh I got into marijuana drinks. (laughs) Like I I did. I would make, remember, I would make it like, um, I, I do uh, like the marijuana. I understand if you're sober. And can't do anything. Uh Totally get it. But I think uh, what I hear with Kate or Katie uh, is anxiety, which, by the way, everyone has anxiety right now. You are not alone, girl. It is real. But I get the panic attacks. And I think... Your, at least this was my story. I had that too, and I was trying to calm down. I was trying to calm down my head and my anxiety with the alcohol, (sighs) and it worked for a while, but then you have to, you know, you grow a tolerance Mm -hmm. and keeps going. So I think if you figure out what's going on, maybe you could get into medication or meditation or whatever it is, that anxiety is going to calm down and you'll, you'll eventually get to the point of, wait, what? I drank? Like you just you don't even at least for me, I don't I don't think of it.
0: Yeah. And like you said before, replacing that activity (laughs) with a more healthy activity. You replaced going out to bars and drinking every night. You replaced that with fitness and going to the gym.
1: And it is hard. I don't know if you're a at-home drinker or a going out drinker. That this by the way, gold stars, because right now in the quarantine I can't imagine yeah. trying to do that but I think um I know a lot of ex-drinkers and I know that sometimes they have the most clean house in the world uh-uh. they they always it's like quitting smoking I I I wish I got into smoking I it never took no, I, no. I just it was cool everyone no, gets caught cool. anyway um but anyone that's struggling with that stuff you just got to keep your hands busy uh-huh. like I think and that that will help And then you'll like where you live. Like I lived in a Ikea hoarder apartment full of wine bottles and sadness. And when I quit drinking, it was like, oh, wait, why do I live here? And I just started cleaning and making it better and organizing. And it felt like I was giving myself gifts, which give yourself gifts. If you can do it, buy something on Amazon. That's fun. Get into face masks. Get into something like reward yourself because this is a big deal. Yeah. And I, I congratulate you, girl.
0: Yeah. Way to go, Kate. Uh, more power to you. Keep fighting the good fight and uh, holler at and us thank any time. you.
1: Thank you, Trader Joe's Frontlines. That's yes. amazing. Doing
0: a great service. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good call. Uh, best of luck to you. and Call any time. Keep in touch. Let us know how it's going. So, yes. All right. Moving right along. Dave, big fan. Calling from Roswell, Georgia.
2: So, you know the area. But, uh. So I was just wondering, how should we address your special lady friend since you're Street Justice Dave? Is she Lady Street Justice or Miss Street Justice or Madam Street Justice? And I'll be calling in more times so, because I'm going to smoke some wings tomorrow night. And I'll probably be calling you then,
0: too. Bye. Smoke those wings. Dude. Calling in from Roswell, Georgia. Uh, that's very close to where I grew up. That's... Uh maybe 10, 10 miles from Canton, Georgia, where I went to high school. Aww. And then, you know, we'd go over to Roswell.
1: In uh, Canton,
0: Georgia. Back when I was in school, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even have a school. <laughs> we'd just go outside, and read a book, and talk to a tree. Um, <laughs> you always make fun of me for me. I know, good. I'm dumb. Uh, but, yeah, all right, uh, lady. And to give some backstory, I, I, this is not a self-appointed handle uh street justice Dave uh some boogie monster fans started referring to me as that uh after uh, several random and an- anecdotes or stories involving me writing some wrongs, yeah. out on the streets of uh, hollywood um i don't there's one time where uh a guy mm-hmm. was broke a bunch of glass at a, at the uh at the car wash oh. there on Glendale Boulevard across from uh, What's that, uh, not Trader Joe's, but the, uh, what's the other one? The Whole Foods 365. Oh, okay, yes, yes, right 60, yes. Right so there, it's over like, I, I don't know if I ever even told you this, but no. I told him on the store. It was just a guy who broke a bunch, he broke a bottle, like smashed a beer bottle on the ground while he was vacuuming his car mm. and was just going to leave it there. And I went over and I said, hey, man, you, you can clean that up. And he basically told me to F off. I was like, okay, that's cool. And I went and scooped it up in a, in a uh, plastic bag, and I, dumped, I went and dumped it in the back of his car. Like while I kept while while I kept eye contact with him, I dumped the glass all over his back seat um you know. that
1: doesn't feel like justice to me that feels like you're adding to the problem like nah. remember we want to subtract from the why well, I, sub-
0: I subtracted the glass from from the ground Be-
1: solution and
0: added it to solution. his car okay yeah. well. i solved that problem a couple other random things i don't want to get into right now
1: <laughs> when but, you uh, pulled your machete out yeah
0: when i was living in the van, van. I, was, I was much more of a rascal <laughs> than i am now I'm, I'm an indoor cat now so i've been domesticated which is good, yeah. Uh, but in my van days, I was a, I was a bit of a rap scallion. I'm uh, gonna go
1: with Madam. I like uh, Madam. Madam Street Streetjoe. That's awesome, Madam. Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm in the old timey yeah. saloon. Like,
0: and you don't you don't have a lot of room to um, to point fingers at me on this topic <laughs> because you're just as uh, what, what's the word I'm looking Snappy,
1: for? Snappy, awful, y- y- not yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You have told me so many stories. About once a month, you'll come home and be like, listen to what happened at Vaughn's today. Well, or listen to what happened at CVS today. Like, you you lay down your own brand of street justice. I
1: do, because people are awful. However, <laughs> I think... But yes, I... Sure, did I... Um, y- usually, I'll just stand and not... And, and just, I'll state my case and I'll stand. For example... When a gentleman, a hipster gentleman in our old neighborhood, parked very rude in uh-huh. a parking lot right behind me, puts his hazards on, <coughs> and I couldn't get out. So I said, "Excuse me, you know what? What's what? The heck? Uh huh." It really peed me off. Is
0: it P-U-O? Yeah. Is it P u o yeah P-U-O'd.
1: And peed he said, "Well, off. I do this all the time." And I was like, well, "That does not make it right." Yeah. I was like, how? I can't get out. So he's
0: blocking you in. He's blocking me in. And he didn't want in. To move. Nope. Ooh, I wish I was there.
1: I know. So then I blocked him in, uh-huh. and I didn't move my car. Hmm. That's what I do. It's like a protest. Yeah. And he told me to F off. And then I said, I, <laughs> I wish you were dead. Listen, I get angry.
0: <laughs> You've got a weird... Uh, <laughs> You're such a bright and bubbly and positive person, but uh, just underneath the surface, you've got a weird little uh, temper. Yeah, when when it comes to oh, uh, well, you're like me. It's I'm not a troublemaker. Yes, I've never been a bully. I've never picked on people, but like you and I are both, we have this. Affinity for justice and right and wrong.
1: Well, there is. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah, just be nice. Yeah. Like, just be thoughtful of other
0: people. Don't be a shithead. It's a, it's yeah. really that simple. Yeah. Don't be a shithead. But
1: I also, I think I trigger a lot of people into rage. I hmm. do. I, I think I remind people of, like, a bad mom or aunts or something really? they don't like. Yeah. I, 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 get, I get weird
0: looks. That's odd, because you really do. You... I always say you're a walking ball of sunshine. Aww. You really are. You're, you're very positive. You're very I bubbly. say hello
1: to everybody uh, Almost on the too,
0: way too much. Yeah. I've had to actually <laughs> talk to you about you don't need to say hello to everybody you pass on the street. I know. I've, some been of I've been better. I've been better. Yeah. But, but yeah. I, I just don't see how the average person walking down the street, how you could rub them the wrong way by uh, your mere presence. That's odd.
1: I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I could be making that up. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: But yeah, so Madam Street Justice. (laughs) Yay, Madam! Smoke those wings, dude. Yes! I haven't been back to Roswell, Georgia in a long, long time. But uh, Roswell was like uh, the area we'd go to in high school. Um, In Canton, back in the 90s, there was no movie theater. There was no casual dining restaurants. We had a couple of mom-and-pop restaurants. That was it. But uh, no, we had a Walmart. But if you wanted to go to a movie or go to an Applebee's or go buy a CD somewhere, you had to go down to Kennesaw, Georgia, where a Town Center mall was, or we'd go over to Roswell. Uh, Roswell, I forgot what mall they had over there. But, uh, oh, I
1: love a good but, mall. But
0: uh, Roswell uh, was one direction. Kennesaw was the other direction. Um, but uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time in Roswell in my teen years. I just love that. I
1: can only oh, imagine you as a teen. Oh,
0: let's go to Longhorn Steakhouse. Over oh, in Roswell. chain restaurants. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, spent a lot of time in Roswell. Uh, thanks for checking in, dude.
1: Thank let's you. Let's see
0: what else we got.
1: Oh,
2: hey, Katie and Dave. This is your friend, Kate. And I was calling because. I'm sure everyone has a bunch of, like, quarantine questions right now, but I wanted to see what you guys were doing to keep busy during this crazy time, and <clears throat> what made you come up with this idea for the podcast right now? Like, what was, like, how did this just come out of maybe just, like, hanging out for a long time, or, like, I don't know, um, and I think you guys are awesome, and I can't wait to hear it, and yeah, so it be, I guess, the inception of the podcast, want to know about it.
0: Bye. Our friend, Kate. Hey, um, Hi, Kate. Yeah, I'm assuming this is our neighbor and I slash so. friend, Kate. Hi, Kate. Uh, we, we've met. Um, I've, have we talked about this? We, um, we live in a fourplex, a quadplex. And uh, within the first couple of days, we met all three sets of neighbors. Which is
1: insane.
0: Which is insane because
1: we're from Los Angeles. In
0: LA, you don't do that. Nope. First of all, in most where we lived last, it was there was probably fifty apartments. <laughs> well,
1: I'm glad and, we didn't.
0: Uh, we did meet one. <laughs> yep,
1: you met one neighbor. I met one neighbor in my, my last him. place, Whoops.
0: and he attacked me, and I then we because the they asked um, us to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, bet, I bet Kate doesn't know that story. Woo! Sorry, uh, Kate.
1: There you go. <laughs> But our I, it was a long. It, it, she, he was street justice, yeah. is what he was doing, yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. and I
0: was too, and it was. Really yeah, a we've sticky. gone over that. We uh, we told that story, I think, in the first episode okay. of Stonebergs. Um, but no, uh, so it was a uh, as a pleasant surprise to meet all of our neighbors here. Uh, yeah, uh, three other uh, apartments, and uh, we got uh, we got uh, Kate and Keith. Keith and Kate
1: with their dog Charlie.
0: Oh yeah, that blew my mind. So so <laughs> not only, you know, she's a Kate or a Katie. I still don't know which one she prefers. Kate.
1: I think it's Kate. she's a
0: Kate, and they have a dog named Charlie. Yeah, you're a Katie, and we have a dog named Charlie. I mean, so that's pretty odd. Meant to be. And Keith is cool too. I I don't know if I told this story. Wrong. I love this Keith. is this is uh, this describes Keith pretty well. Keith seems like a pretty. Um, they came over. They've come over and hung out a couple times, and I don't pretend to know them uh, extremely well, but you know I can. I can get uh, kind of a vibe on people fairly quick, and they both seem really cool. But uh, Keith's very laid back and just one of those guys who's always got a little bit of a grin.
1: I I call him a walking smile. Yeah. He's just a walking smile. He's
0: always got a little bit of a grin, and that may or may not be from from being high all the time. (laughs) Or maybe that's just his natural disposition. Either way, it's fine. But uh, about a month ago, I heard some what I later determined to be fireworks. Somebody's popping off some fireworks outside. And, uh, but I wasn't hundred percent sure at the time if they were fireworks or gunshots. So I went out and I was, I was, uh, doing my, doing my neighborhood watch yep. and I was out there for about five minutes, just, uh, surveying our block and making sure no one was popping off rounds, uh, on our block. And then Keith popped out and this is about midnight. And when he popped out, I go, Oh, Hey buddy, did, did you hear those gunshots too? And he goes, no, nah, I ordered a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Uber Eats guy or the DoorDash guy was pulling up. But he's like, nah, I just ordered a cheeseburger. And
1: that sums up. He was so Keith. proud it's of his perfect. cheeseburger. You could oh. tell,
0: like, he was very excited to retrieve this cheeseburger. I, just, I, love, him. Um, I love him. But, yeah, so hello, Kate. Hello, Keith. Uh, but, yeah, uh, good neighbors here in this building. And it's nice. It's nice to finally be neighborly and uh, yeah. to, to we watch out for each other, you know, as far as, like, Packages, You know, you got a package on your front porch. uh, We'll we'll go ahead and grab that so no one steals it. Or, you know, we'll take the trash cans out for each other. It's insane. Like, people are
1: nice here. Yeah.
0: Yeah, good group of folks here. Uh, But to answer your uh, question, uh, Kate, uh, the inception of the podcast, um, and we addressed this earlier, but uh, just to reiterate, um, I wanted a side project. I wanted something else to do creatively uh, other than uh, Boogie Monster. Boogie Monster's fun. Kyle and I have a great time with that. But uh, you know I have more time in my week now and um and plus you Katie have uh you know we've talked about your background with acting and improv and comedy and uh Creative types are always looking for that next outlet. Yeah. Like that next format or platform to express yourself and,
1: yeah. you know. Uh, well, and I was super depressed, and you you were so kind. like You're like, come on, let's get excited about something. Yeah. And then I got excited. Yeah, and I just thought, what burst. a
0: fun project uh, to do together because I know you and uh, I know all your great qualities, and I thought, like, eh, wh- what a fun way to kind of, to show that off, I, w- I wanted to, uh, and I don't mean this like in a condescending, like I'm doing you a favor way, but I wanted well, I to am uh, a trophy. I, no, I wanted, fiance. I wanted to the rest of uh, our listeners um, to see what I see in you, and, and to love what I love about you, because you're <laughs> you're so funny and so silly and, and uh, such a, a breath of fresh air. In this day and age And I just thought um, And plus I think And I mentioned this before too But you know Kyle and I have a certain chemistry And a certain dynamic Which is great But I think you bring out uh, A different side of me Yeah Um, A softer side A softer side Whether that's good or bad or Not that I'm hiding it On the Boogie Monster But just naturally My my dynamic with you Is going to be a little different Than it is with Kyle And I thought uh, That'd be a fun way To do another podcast Without me being too redundant Without, oh, we already know this Dave from Boogie Monster. Well, I I hope with Stoneberg's people are, not to sound too up my own ass, but I hope people are learning a slightly different uh, side of of Go up your ass. I don't
1: know. I mean, no, I agree. I think, well, and also we wanted like a community in yes, a way.
0: Yes, the interaction with the listener and uh a uh, program note what we are uh, the in, the initial uh intention of this podcast and I think we'll be able to figure this out soon on the technology side of it is to take live phone Yeah, calls we want to do live. and to interact directly over the phone, a back and forth rather than, you know, but but right now this is this is doing fine. Um but yeah, the overall point of this podcast was to interact with our listeners yeah. and to, and to develop a community, you know the, the, anybody who's called in so far, uh, I want you to c- continue to call in.
1: Yeah, let us know. Give us updates. Yeah,
0: give us updates. I want to check know. in. You know, it could be a serious question. It could be a statement. It could be it could be anything. We have so, to figure out
1: how to like connect with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, to check in and stuff like email or yeah we'll yeah something. we'll we'll get we'll, we'll figure, figure out,
0: it out the whole tech side of this. But uh, yeah, to answer your question, Kate, like the inception was just. I wanted to do a project with my silly, wonderful, goofball of a fiance, Aww. and uh, as far as thematically, I wanted to do more of a uh, a listener call-in based show where where people can call in and we can uh, connect uh, that way. So, I
1: love that so much. So yeah. yeah,
0: that's um, that's the oh, whole and, point. Oh, and of this. she
1: asked what we're doing with the.
0: Um, oh yeah, how are we spending our yeah, time? How are we spending? Our uh, time. Not as productive as I would hope. <laughs> I thought, you know, oh, I'd, I'm going to lose 40 pounds and I, I'm going to read a bunch of books. And, you know, I'm chipping away at both of those. But, you know, it, there's also, and I, there's been a big debate, not a big debate, but I've seen this uh, online and stuff about being productive during the quarantine. And, you know, naturally you would think, oh, I got a month off to, I can't go to work. I can't barely leave the house. You know, I'm going to get all this stuff done. But then there's the other argument of like, and eh, the world might be ending, so I'm just gonna try to yeah. enjoy myself and 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 worry about my sanity first, sanity before health and before productivity, and before even though the health angle is very important, especially you know why we're quarantined with the virus. But like,
1: well, productivity is hard. Well, you know, for me, you're very productive, by the way, and you have been. Um, I. Yeah, it's coping. I think a lot of people are just coping right now because it is scary, and we've never been here. And I think a lot of people cope with productivity. I think a lot of people cope with binge-watching shows. Mm-hmm. And I think it's all about balance. I think, okay, find that groove which is healthy for you because product- productive people scare me. Uh, <laughs> we need we <coughs> need you little worker bees. We do. But... Um, you know, I, I I paid for the masterclass thing online, and I I mean, Christina Aguilera is supposed to teach me to sing, and I haven't gotten there yet, but I will. And that is
0: awesome that you got that, by the way. I'm really I thought excited. you paid for like each specific class. No, but I didn't know you got every class. And
1: it's right now. It's by one, you can add a friend. You can add a friend to it
0: because uh, Aaron Franklin of Franklin Barbecue in Austin, Texas, teaches a barbecue class that I am very Eager to uh, to to take that class.
1: Oh yeah, and David Sedaris is teaching like comedy writing. Uh, Judd Apatow, it's it's great. Mm-hmm. It's like they're talking to me. Yeah,
0: creepy. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's the whole point of this stupid podcast, and uh, I'm I don't having know fun what else? Doing Oh
1: it. yeah, uh, online shopping manically. I've been going to the <laughs> sale area of yeah. Amazon. A little too much. Yeah, a little too much.
0: Yeah. Been, Got been, a new
1: bath mat, so that's fun.
0: <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of music. <laughs> yeah. uh, I try not to watch TV as much. I've been trying to do a thing where I keep the TV off until uh the, the sun goes down. Oh, you know? I didn't so, know you were doing that. Yeah, I've been trying to do like while the during the day, I'm gonna listen to records, listen to music, try to read a little bit, maybe work on the podcast, uh, do research for Boogie Monster, that kind of stuff. And then Reward myself at night and, and binge out on yeah. Ozark and all the stuff we've been watching. But yeah, I mean, some days I'm.
1: That's just... why. Okay, that makes sense. I have been spending my days learning Persian, uh, <laughs> weaving rugs. Yeah. <sighs>
0: <laughs> what have you been doing, Boo?
1: Watching Vanderpump Rules yeah. for the nineteenth time. <laughs> Taking
0: Charlie on walks.
1: <laughs> a lot of walking. Yeah. A lot of walking with Charlie. I think he's sick of it. It's me, Charlie. He doesn't like the walks. Let's
0: be honest. Yes.
1: Too much. Too much.
0: But yeah. So there you go, Kate. And holler at us if uh, you need anything. If you need to borrow some uh, some sugar or
1: or kale or
0: kale or uh... <laughs> she did she did holler at me a, a couple weeks ago asking if we had a printer.
1: And oh, I told her God. no
0: because yeah. I didn't think we did. And then I asked you, I was like, "Do we have a printer?" And you're like, "Yeah, we got a printer." It
1: was right there. <laughs> and, uh, no, it wasn't. You, you oh. hadn't
0: unpacked it yet. Oh, That's okay. Why. It was in a box. I thought you had left Again. it at your at, at your dad's house. Or yeah, something, but uh,
1: Amazon, Amazon purchase. But
0: yeah, Katie, if you need to, borrow, if you still need sale. to borrow that printer, we did find it and we've got it uh, up and running. So there you go. Thanks for checking in. Moving, yeah. in, moving right along. Hey,
2: Stonebergs. My name is Aaron. Um I called earlier um about a uh, br- uh heartbreak related question and I kind of realized I didn't do a very good job of explaining much about it or who I was um you know my name is Aaron um just having a really difficult time getting over uh an ex. Uh we broke up at the end of 2019 about the very end it's pretty much been three months exactly since and uh it ebbs and flows but right now it's been ebbing really hard and it's just i can't stop thinking about her yada yada it's just you know living kind of sucks it just i don't know it uh having a hard time getting past it and uh just any advice um yeah
0: appreciate it love the show so far thanks Aaron Buddy, thanks for uh, checking in. Aaron. Li- living kind of sucks. Come on. I I, I don't want to hear that.
1: I knew Dave was gonna go uh, with that first. No, first of uh, all, I've been that heartbroken. Yeah, I've been that heartbroken. No,
0: that sucks, buddy. I'm sorry that's hitting you so hard. Uh dude, breakups are tough.
1: They're the hardest things. It's the worst. It's the I'm so sorry. And by the way, you're not alone. We've all been there. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. How how do you get over breakups, boo? Or how did you? <laughs> Hopefully.
0: Well, you know, you know I, had, I had relationships and subsequent breakups um, in my teen years. And at the time, when you're 17 and you're in love with Christy Amos in Canton, Georgia. Oh,
1: my <laughs> name's Christy Amos, and I like to bake pie.
0: <laughs> and she doesn't want to see you no more. You think it's just a... Oh you think it's the worst thing in the world you know when you're a teenager and then one day you wake up and you're an adult you're like oh that that didn't really you know you know what I'm trying to say like
1: yeah that's a very healthy one, way of looking at it it's
0: one thing yes. we all deal with you know breakups and heartache and heartbreak uh early in life and then eventually you you become an adult and you realize like oh that was just that what i'm not affected by Anything really that happened to me as a teenager, nothing. None of that stuff has carried over into my forty-two-year-old self now. When I, I, I don't know if I've talked about this. I was with a gal for nine years, yep. uh, in my twenties and thirties, um, Lucy, and we had we had a, a pretty good relationship. You know, like everybody else, we had our ups and downs, but overall, it was a very good relationship. Ultimately, what broke us up um, was my new, at the time, my new comedy career. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would come home, and um, I remember it was when I... I, The last two years of our relationship was the first two years of my comedy career. So the first year was, uh, you know, exciting, and she was supportive of like, oh, you're going to open mics, and you're doing a thing, and you're on stage. But then when I started getting a little better, and I started actually getting work, and I would start to tour a little bit, I remember I came home one time, and I was like, honey, guess what? I got booked a bunch of shows in April. I'm going to be gone, or I'm uh, going to... I forgot how she said it. I was like, "Oh, I got three weeks worth of work in April," and she was like, "Oh, so you're going to be gone three weeks of April?" Like, yeah. And it, you know, I realized yeah. like my gain was her loss of like, right. you know, oh, good for you for getting these gigs and getting to go on tour, but I'm going to be alone the whole time that you're there. And, uh, Which you is know,
1: valid. Yeah, Which very totally valid. valid. And then
0: what ultimately broke us up was like when i said like hey listen you know this this comedy thing's getting pretty serious in about two or three years i'm probably gonna need to move to los angeles and she was like well i don't want to move to los angeles i have my life here in georgia and i was like oh yeah well damn you know and i i get her point of view you know she can't just pack up and Move wherever, just because I'm doing a thing, and uh, ultimately that's what broke us up, and it, it was a tough pill to swallow. You know, nine years that's a it's a big investment. That's a big chunk of your life that you're with this person. But what got me over that, and I was lucky in that I had already started a thing. You know, I was already. Yeah, you had already, a new thing. I had a new thing in comedy, and I just completely dove into that. It yeah. was a hundred percent my life. Like, okay. Well, this hurts and this sucks, and I'm gonna miss her, but I just jumped into the comedy pool and swam around for years, so I didn't have to think about that. And so, my point is if you've got something that you can immerse yourself in Mm -hmm. to distract you from this painful breakup, whether it be work, whether it be hobby, whether it be a new career, you know, something that maybe you wanted to do, but logistically it didn't work out when y'all were together. You know, my advice is to find something that, well, what I've told you in the past, you know, dealing with (laughs) some of your stuff, productive distractions. You need a productive distraction. Not just a distraction. Uh, Alcohol can be a distraction. But that
1: makes it worse. Yes.
0: uh, You know, drugs can be a distraction. You know, know, whoring around and, you know, (laughs) whatever. You know, a little bit of that's probably good for you. But I'm saying, like, just something a distraction but something that is going to benefit you in the long run not just a quick fix not just a band-aid so uh and that's how i did i didn't date anybody for years like i probably went six or seven maybe six years yeah and didn't date anybody after her because not just because oh i'm heartbroken and she's the only one and no one will replace her it was just like okay I'm going to put that part of my life on hold, the social, the, the relationship part. And uh, I'm just going to... And I was just seven days a week. I was on stage at shows seven days a week for about five years. And uh, I'm not saying, you know, go that far. I don't know if that's healthy too. But uh, some sort of positive distraction. What about um, you? How have you dealt with stuff like that?
1: Okay. So I... Positive distraction is a great method I again, struggle with productivity and I, I completely understand if you're in the first stages, it was 2019, not that long ago. If you guys broke up, um, no, you did break up. I'm sorry. But, um, I would like to share that it is, I'm so sorry. And I hear the pain in your voice and I can't, it is the worst thing. Here's the thing. It's, Hard and I will say time does heal it. Mm-hmm. Time helps.
0: It's it's a cliche, but it it's is. so true. And
1: that's I when my I'm not trying to like get down, but like when my mom passed away, it really did. Like I couldn't even I, I was just grief stricken. I would go on sad walks. I mean, but heartbreak is like a death. This is like a death. Somebody in your life that was integral, that was probably the center of your life since you were so in love. It sounds like you guys were in a serious relationship, and if and or not, or maybe you you just were smitten and then fell in love um, I, I think it 's just you have to mourn the death of a relationship, and I know that sounds weird and dark, but i 've been there. I remember I got one of my biggest heartbreaks. Well, Dave Stone was eight of them. Um, no, you were just one, but it was hard. Anyway, uh, one of my heartbreaks. I met this guy named Chris, mm-hmm. and he hell's Chris. Okay, calm down. He was an improviser right. from UCB, uh, and a very and and it turns out he was bipolar Mm-mm. or borderline personality. Anyway, I love broken people minus you, boo, and. He, we met at a bar, um, and a week later, he asked me to marry him, and I took it seriously, oh, and Lord. I started planning a lobster-themed wedding. Oh, um, what? Um, well, actually, it was under the sea, eighties oh. prom. Oh, God. I think I just wanted to plan a party, mm-hmm. but anyway, he broke up with me because he said he wanted to get his shit together, and he said I should get my shit together. <gasps> and we should do it separately. <laughs> it was like what? No. Okay. Anyway, I remember being so sad, uh, stalking him. I would I would drive by. Oh God, this is embarrassing. I would I would go by his house mm-hmm. often. Um, when he started dating someone else, it was it was just the worst pain. Um, with the distraction thing, I will say you you have to just slowly let it go. Mm-hmm. Slowly and, and know that, yes, this hurts. Don't try to avoid the pain. Embrace it um, and just say, yeah, this really sucks right now. But I know I just have to get up. I have to get walking. I have to do something. And I would suggest, it's really hard, I'm sure, with the quarantine too. I'm so sorry. But Block, 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 block. That's what I did. I had to. I didn't want to see, I, I had to cut out friendships because it hurt so much. I didn't want to know. I, I, because I'm a crazy person, I would want to know every single thing. If you were dating someone else, it was just like, what, who, where, when, why, what, huh? So I totally get that. And, And I I started, again, I started a journal because my therapist told me to. Um, And I learned a lot about myself because she, the prompt for the journal in the beginning of the heartbreak was, what did I learn? Mm -hmm. What did I learn from this? And also, I don't know what your thoughts on faith are or God, but what really helped me was, look, I do believe in God um, and Oprah. I put them together. Come on.
0: Hmm. That buddy. That was pretty good. That's pretty good.
1: Um, but if you guys are meant to be, it will happen. Mm-hmm. It, it maybe not right now, maybe in ten years. You you never know. And I think right now you just gotta mourn this. And that gave me hope in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, that, that's a nice hopeful bookend, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Well, and another thing to remember, um, Aaron, is and I know it's painful right now. And, um, but you have to remember that you can't, your happiness can't depend on someone else. Yes. You can't put your happiness into someone else's hands. You control that. Your happiness is in your hands. Yeah. And, it, and I know this is a cliche, but the, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot of fish in the sea, you know, it, Every, I'm a firm believer, and I don't want to go off on, on faith and God and stuff because and, I don't have the energy or the time to explain <laughs> my feelings on that. But I do think, I do believe that everything happens for a reason.
1: Yeah, you have a life story, and this is part of, this is a very hard chapter right now.
0: I told you this story, all right? We met at a restaurant at Spitz. We've talked about that, oh, okay? Yeah. The day I got hired at Spitz... I also had a job interview at some cafe in Beverly Hills. And uh, I went and interviewed there, and I was going to be like a breakfast cook. And I had a decision to make that day. I was like, do I take this job in Beverly Hills, or do I take this job in Los Feliz? And for whatever reason, I took the job in Los Feliz at Spitz. And ultimately, I met you. And seven years later, here we are, engaged to be married, doing a podcast together. Had I taken that job in Beverly Hills, I would have probably never met you. I may have met you through the comedy circles, mm-hmm. but I may not. You know, there's still hundreds so, of comedians in L.A. I've never met. Yeah. And something as is, is minute and minuscule as, and, and these weren't like big career opportunities either. <laughs> no, it,
1: it was wasn't. like, do I want to <laughs> <I wanna> scramble
0: <laughs> eggs in Beverly Hills or do I want to make shawarma in Los Feliz? Yeah. yeah very equivalent jobs. And for no real reason, maybe other than proximity, I was like, "Well, Los Feliz is closer to where I park my van than mm-hmm. Beverly Hills is." But had I not taken the job at Spitz, we probably wouldn't be sitting here today together. That's true. So everything happens for a reason, and you really can't. Your happiness, you control the key to that. You, you do. Can't, even even us, boo. Like like we're such a team, and we're such a union, and we're getting married. But like. You know, we contribute to one another's happiness. Yeah. But ultimately, even us, we are responsible for our own happiness.
1: Separate entities. Mm -hmm. You need, I think it is a, it takes a village. It really does. You have to have your good friends. You have to have something you're learning. You have to, you know, if you have a crappy job right now, okay, how am I going to fix this? Like, Mm -hmm. these are things that I had to deal with. And I had to really start liking myself. And I got a really great opportunity when I got sick. Um, I was basically isolated for 17 days. And I remember uh, just saying, wait, what do I like? What? Oh, Mm -hmm. I like, you know what I mean? Oh, what kind of books do I like? What kind of, like, learning about myself. And also knowing that I'm a really sensitive person. And I don't think dating was great for me. It wasn't good for my health. It wasn't good. Like I just wasn't a dating person. That doesn't make me weird or sheltered. I had to come to that realization and, and be more selective. Maybe you need to be more selective and also write a list of what you want. I truly believe write a list of deal breakers and what it is that will help your soul, your soulmate and, and thrive in your life. Like I think that is going to give you again hope and it it really does help. Mm-hmm. It really does help because you're a catch. And you know what? Who knows this lady could be going through her own stuff. We don't know, but you you are you are something to be seen and something to be dated and you deserve love and right now you just got to heal. And I'm so sorry. Also look look up books about heartbreak. It helps.
0: Positive distractions, Aaron. Throw yourself into something positive and productive, and uh, you know, soldier on. And you seem fairly young based on your voice there in the message.
1: Uh, it gets better.
0: Life. It gets you're going to live a long life, hopefully. Um, and this is just 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 a few pages in the book of your life. It's not even a chapter. No. So, uh, move forward. You know, be resilient, be tough.
1: Check in with us, please. Let and, us know uh, what you know, how you cope, what's going on.
0: Yeah, whatever whatever your job is, whatever your hobbies are, uh pick something and just immerse yourself in it. Get great at something. And uh hey, spite's a strong thing too.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, love spite. Succeed out of spite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Make something of yourself and then in oh, ten boy. years, uh, you know.
1: Also, Ch- checking
0: whether on Facebook. Oh, and one her more know thing that helps, doing. other than her spite.
1: Piss off. Sorry. Okay. Come on. <laughs> um, Another thing is, and I, I'm a highly sensitive person. You might, might want to look that up because I love my HSPs, which means you are. It's almost like a different language. Like Dave is a sensitive person in his own right, but he's not as sensitive as me. So figure out those boundaries for yourself, and also. Um, I did a burning thing. (laughs) (laughs) I took all the stuff that I had from the relationship and I burned it in a trash can. Hmm. It was hard because I was drunk at the time. And anyway, that shower curtain, RIP. But listen, it helps to just rid yourself of that and start afresh, start anew.
0: Well said. (laughs) Good luck, Aaron. Uh, Sold her on. Check back in. Hey, speaking of burning, how's your hair doing this week?
1: Oh, Lord. It looks good. Thank you. Well, I'm taking ladies Rogaine. Okay. And also- Are you really? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I have vitamins for biotin, uh, with biotin, which is supposed to be hair growth. Also, I've been putting in a hair mask every single day. Guys, it's coming back in. It looks
0: good. I like the color. It's coming back
1: in. Thank you. I like everything.
0: Speaking of hair, I got a mohawk now.
1: You got a mohawk. very
0: excited about my mohawk. (laughs) About two weeks ago, I shaved (laughs) my head. I did a uh, quarantine uh, head shave uh, out of boredom, and then last week, uh, it had grown in. uh, My hair grows pretty fast, plus you got me on some vitamins. I'm
1: making you take vitamins, and
0: uh, So I took uh, what little growth I had. Hello, Harvey. Hi, Harvey. Harvey just jumped on the table. What y'all talking about? Hey, we got a mohawk. I want a mohawk. He's getting skinny. Harvey wants a mohawk. But yeah, so I uh, shaved my head two weeks ago, and about a week ago, uh, I took what little growth I had. And uh, shaved it into a mohawk, and uh, I feel pretty rad. It I feel looks very great. good about myself.
1: It looks great. Yeah,
0: and Oh, it. and I got
1: to do my favorite activity. Oh, sorry. I don't know if I should share this. Oh,
0: you can. I don't care.
1: Nairing your back. Yeah, you like to. You, I love you that.
0: You my back, and I know that's repulsive to many people <laughs> listening right now.
1: I love the smell. I love the ritual it is. It's just, oh, it's one of my favorite things and to it, do. It
0: feels good. Yeah, it's like fun. It feels, uh, it's fun. It's one of those things where, like, you Give don't it shot, notice guys. it until there's a change. Yeah. But I, I feel, like, five pounds lighter. <laughs> so, it's disgusting. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah, let's, let's land this puppy. Um, word of mouth this week. Yes. Something uh, we both experienced this week, we both enjoyed. I want to uh, word of mouth a movie called Vivarium. Oh, this movie so good. really was. <laughs> hello, Harvey's Harry, back. Harvey keeps jumping Harvey on the table. Harvey is back,
1: guys. I want to be
0: on TV. Vavarium. Uh, uh, Vavarium, Vivarium. Vivarium. V-I-V-A-R-I-U-M. Vivarium. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it's got Jesse Eisenberg, uh, the dude from The Social Network and uh, Zombieland and many other films. And uh, the actress, the lead actress in this was brilliant, although a very unfortunate name. Uh, Imogene poops, uh, poops, Poots. Uh Poots? P O O T S. She
1: was magnificent. She poops was. Poots or
0: Poops? I think it's Poots. P O O T S. but yeah, she was great. Eisen... Jesse Eisenberg Jesse I I just know. said that. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right.
1: <laughs> I was getting the squirt bottle. That's
0: okay. Um, I don't want to tell you what it's about, but it is friggin' weird. And, uh, okay. I mentioned this on the boogie monster. <coughs> um, so spoiler alert, uh, there was a word that I wanted to say on boogie monster that I didn't want to say, uh, cause I didn't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, so if you, if you heard me talk about that then, and you're hearing me talk about that now, uh, I'll go ahead and give you a, um, a spoiler alert, So maybe mute this for five seconds. The word I wanted to talk about but did not talk about was reptilians. I'm a big uh, fan of reptilians. Uh, Long story short, um, some people believe that there is a race of alien beings uh, called the reptilians who from there – I I think they're from a planet called uh, Draco something. Anyway – they 're aliens that look like six and seven foot tall lizards, oh, man. and that they shapeshift they come down to earth and they shapeshift uh, meaning they transform to where they disguise themselves as human beings uh, for the most part, they look very similar to human beings and they kind of um, integrate themselves into our human society and Terrifying. i think I think that is what's going on in this movie at the very end. There's a few, there's two or three little scenes uh, that happened that made me think, oh, the weird little kid who grew up to be the weird little young adult, uh, he was a reptilian this whole time. Yeah. Big uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert uh, for those folks.
1: (laughs) But it is, it's, it's, um, I'm its not a sci-fi person, but it's like kind of sci-fi and it's cool and, and I'm not a big fan of Jesse. I talk a lot, and I'm Eisenberg. better than people. Um, but he's great in this, too, yeah. and I'm now a fan. But so, yeah, guys, give it a shot.
0: It's so weird. It's um, just off the top of my head, uh, the Truman Show meets the Twilight Zone. Perfect. Uh, maybe Perfect. with a little bit of get out thrown in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I've had a few people watch it and holler at me and be like, dude, that movie sucked. Um, you know I'm not going to die on this hill I'm not saying it's the best movie ever it's one of the weirdest most unique movies I've seen in a while yeah so, you have to
1: go in with an open mind yeah
0: it's pre- pretty odd pretty weird and uh, pretty trippy Uh but yeah, acting though Great we, we acting. both watched that uh, this week and both were just like, what the hell did yeah. we just watch? So vivarium is, uh, our, uh, or at least my word of mouth this week. You get a word of mouth. You don't have to, you don't have to have one every week. No, uh, I don't. Nothing, nothing, nothing popped week, out this sorry, week. Guys. That's fine. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Stonebergs. I'm Dave Stone. This is Katie Strandberg. Um, what, uh, Oh,
1: what, uh phone number. Please phone, call. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: F- uh, uh, 562-548-2012. I, I think I'll say that in the outro, a little pre-produced oh, yeah. outro. Um, But, yeah, oh, yeah, Uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes. I mentioned that in the outro. Uh, But, yeah, just tell a friend. Spread the word. And, uh, yeah, we we may have some Patreon stuff coming up in the the next month Mm -hmm. or two. We've got some really fun ideas we're kicking around. And, um, yeah, so we'll keep you abreast on that. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, uh, Boogie Monster uh, every Tuesday with me and Kyle Canane, uh, Stoneberg's uh, with me and uh, old Katie Strandberg there every, old every Monday. Oh Katie
2: Strandberg, Oh uh,
0: Katie she, Strandberg, she's a she's a she's a good woman, and uh, she's got uh, childbearing hips. Oh, okay. and uh, we're gonna make us oh, a Lord, family uh, here pretty soon. Nope. Um, yeah.
1: Not but, that there's anything wrong with that.
0: Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are definitely not having kids. Uh, I, uh, my voice is going out. Okay. I uh, I love you guys. I'm good. I love you and I need you. Hearty Boy Chevrolet. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs Podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram at the Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.